So welcome to the Nine Hertz podcast. Uh, we open this week with uh, an amazing band, frankly, uh, called Green Altar. Um, now, Pete, you've you found these and um, listed the whole uh, record, which is self-titled. And uh, yeah, that song, Rise, it just kind of struck me as um, yeah, wholly original. I, I don't think I've come across this band before. I don't know if we have as a, as a sort of a podcast either. No, no, I had chance, uh, you know, chanced on it. And, it, you know, it was, it's a hell of a find. You know, I, I know even now I know nothing about them except they're from uh, Sioux Falls, which is on the Bandcamp page. I, 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 well, I, in fact, I, I try to wrap my brains where I know Sioux Falls from, um, and I've, it's just come to me, which is it's the second series of Fargo. Um, so oh, yeah, <laughs> this is this is my whole extent, you know, knowledge of them. A complete new band to me, and similarly, you know, I was like really taken back with this, you know, mm. the whole album, you know. Um, I've, you know, and it's you know going to be my intention to find out a lot more, you know, especially if they've got any previous work. This song in particular, you know, it's the first on the record. It does have a bit of a intro feel about it to begin with, you know, maybe like the first third of the track. But even then, it's it wets the appetite perfectly. It's, you know, you sometimes you get into a track so completely throw away, waste of space. But then it starts to change and evolve, and after a couple of minutes, it's absolutely you know brilliant. The vocals have, you know, have got real menace and bite about them. I really, you know, I think that, that that's a real kind of asset for it. Reminds me of Our Wake a bit, you know, in that weird sludgy yeah. thing. But but if they had, a, you know, a slight black metal fetish, and actually, yeah. if you think about it, that's a hell, of, hell, you know, that's a hell of a scary proposition. Just yeah. you know, just a great find. Yeah, definitely, it's got that kind of um, out out back kind of i don't know like appalachian trail sort of sound to it as well it's got that weird kind of folkiness to it um some somewhere underneath and i think like you say that that makes it all the more menacing it's sort of like um you're being followed through these these vast woods that sort of are on the cover so yeah really really enjoyed this one and um yeah delightfully evil um yeah really really cool so if you want to hear that you can go to um greenalter.bandcamp.com uh fully recommend uh listening to the whole thing that was called rise so as ever it's the Niners podcast it's nine amazing tracks that we found via submissions uh scouring the internet and just kind of uh, coming across things like that really um next up we've got the uh, return of cloud rat now i feel like we always kind of like preamble uh on on cloud rat as being incredible and you know one of the most important bands in the scene really and and this just kind of just proves it really this is feral as usual um this song is called cusp um and it's off a new album called threshold which is out um actually in october so we're playing this way early um but i couldn't wait this is just really two minutes of just absolute like focused anger and they only seem to get more pissed off as a band. So, uh, yeah, we'll keep on playing them for as for as long as they're sort of still annoyed and angry. Mm. Yeah, I, you know, they're still the most like energized and energizing band in the world for me. You know, they they make you feel completely pissed off, like you say, about whatever they are pissed off about. You know, they make you feel vitalized and enthused by whatever is their cause. I've, I'll, you know, I'll have almost certainly said this in every time we've played them, but they're my favourite non-Doom band around. Um, they, they've had a few kind of um, like extracurricular experimental electronic releases, which have been really interesting releases. But this is this is back to their, you know, their day jobs, their core. They just put everything into every second of every song that they release, and they do it, you know, relentlessly. Um, uh, you know, this this album's what 13, 15 tracks long, like you know, like many of the others have, you know, they're short songs, 
but they just don't let up. There's not, you know, the live, you know, we've, we've talked about them before again, live, you know, how they must sustain this is, you know, they're incredible. They must have so much energy. I don't know what else to say. I, I love them. And when I saw this was coming out, I was, you know, really happy to have them back. Yeah. As, as ever, they're, they're sort of putting it out on vinyl and stuff. And it, I, I feel like you need like a, a bit of an extra mortgage to, to sort of buy all these records because they, they seem to release them quite quickly and, and sort of, um, you, you know, you can't really miss one. You know, they're, they're all kind of um, essential listening, really. So, um yeah, just just absolutely can't wait to hear the rest of this record. To be honest, um, it's out on uh, October seventh. Um, so yeah, a few, a few, um, a few months to wait just yet. Uh, it's out on Artifact Records, uh, and you can get this at cloudrap.bandcamp.com. We're going to play the song Cusp. So that was the return of Cloud Rat with a song called Cusp. Uh, next up, another return, another glorious return, actually, uh, by a band called Noll, um, who you will know if you've uh, listened to this podcast before. Um, they've kind of released a few little bits uh, between sort of um, their debut, uh, Interstice, uh, which was out in February 2021. Um, they've done a split with Autolith, and they've done a live at Roadburn uh, record. Yeah, so this is their first release of this year. And yeah, Metempric is out uh, right now. And um, yeah, this is just like, I mean, Pete, I think I would have picked this as well. It's just more of the same, but kind of somehow they've dialed the intensity up a little bit. Um, the vocals here sort of stand out as as even more pissed off. It sounds like someone being electrocuted or, you know, with the hand hand forced into some sort of boiling water or something. I, I, I don't know. To compare Cloud Rat and these guys seems 
seems stupid really because they're sort of like they're focusing on different strands of, of anger and hate and you know these kind of emotions but yeah what a sound mm, yeah and you know and you know that i think they exploded onto the scene you know with that debut everyone was everyone was talking about it and then somehow you know they've just that's only what's 14 months ago and in absolutely no time they've kind of raced through the ranks you know they were the hot prospect plucky upstarts to now this and this is this puts them near the top of the class um i, I you know i thought especially with the amount of time that's passed not much at all you thought it'd be more of the same and i'd have been happy with that it it feels it feels like an extension of what they've delivered thus far and the whole album as well the whole album is incredible from start to finish it's a long up well a lot of tracks on there um I, you know, it didn't matter which one I picked, really. The, the, you know, it's it's of a quality where their established peers will be, you know, be proud of anything close to this. I think like Full of Hell at their most ferocious and focused would be proud of this. Um, you know, Deathy Grindcore, it's it's hardcore. I like how it's you know it's got a technicality about it, but it doesn't lose its sharpness to that. It's it's experimental, but it doesn't lose that overarching horror of it. Just a staggering, accomplished piece of work. The whole album, I think. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, I had the whole thing on, and yeah, I just couldn't kind of get past just how much I was overwhelmed by it, really. And I think that's kind of a great um, sign for a record um, that aims to do that, really. Um, so yeah, um, if you want to listen to the whole thing, um, yeah, strap yourself in, basically. So you can get this at nolgrind.bandcamp.com, and we're going to play the song Feld Plume.
So that was the return of Null. Next up, uh, we've got, I, I could have picked several uh, records from this label, uh, Noise Merchant Records, um, who sort of like are a DIY punk label. And, and a lot of this is kind of stuff which you'd find, you know, um, playing dived up, uh, playing dive bars basically around the country. Um, but this one really sort of stood out to me. It's got kind of like a little bit of um, like weirdo energy to it as well. And um, it sounds incredibly pissed off. It's kind of like, touching on hardcore and, and possibly grindcore without the speed. And yeah, I just really enjoyed this. It's like a really sort of short release. Um, the put out tape uh, is over within, I don't know, like 10, 15 minutes. Um, a lot of fun. What did you make of this one? Because it's, it's really strange, isn't it? Mm, I liked it. You know, it's everything noise merchant do, you know, I adore them. I adore It's like this, the perfect micro label. I think they've got this ethos of putting out, uh, you know, short run tapes, typically only 20 or 30, uh, normally or uh, almost exclusively of um, non-UK bands who, you who you know, to give them that exposure. And I, I think it's barely a year since I found them. And they just, I just love kind of when their emails come through that they've got new releases because it gives me this like, twice monthly so you know an average um punk fix which you know and especially if i've kind of been in the mire of death and doom for that month it kind of you know gives me uh, an adrenaline shot um yeah you know and and, and the, the whole label is i mean they've got you know brilliant ethics i put i got a sticker off them recently which is a a picture of cats and it's they're anti-fascist cats um you see if you can find them <laughs> if they're still going so yeah, I think so. it's an amazing label. Spitter from um, Taiwan, I think. You yeah. Know, so you know, I, I genuinely wouldn't have come across a, a Taiwanese like power violence or grindcore or hardcore band if it wasn't for this label. Um, and yeah, and how good is it? It's, it's brilliant. It's spirited. It's aggressive. It's short and frenetic. It, it's got a bit of weirdness in it, like you say, which is essential to kind of to stand out. It's just everything you want from this music. Yeah, I mean, I, I really want to know what uh, the lyrics actually are on these songs because you can't you cannot make them out. Um, but the um, song title suggests that they're, like you say, tongue in cheek and, and a bit of humour to it. Um, I hate banana is my favourite title. <laughs> I think of, of all of them. Um, <clears throat> but we're going to play the song. What can I do? Um, yeah, as ever, um, the sort of putting this out on tape. Uh, there seem to be uh, only 15 tapes of this uh, available, seven remaining at, at the moment. So um, if you want one, be fast. Uh, or you can kind of go to the artist page to uh, pick up the digital version. Um, yeah, this is absolutely brilliant. So if you want to go to noisemerchantrecords.bandcamp.com, like I say, we're going to play a song called What Can I Do? This is Spit. <laughs> So that was a brand new band from Taiwan called Spit. Amazing stuff on Noise Merchant Records there. Uh, next up, the Sludge Lord Records have released a fantastic new album by a band called Existence Dysphoria, um, which is a fantastic name for a band. And yeah, the kind of 
the name suits the music. It's harsh, relentless. It's it's downtrodden. It's unpleasant. Everything we've come come to expect from the Sludge Lord. And um, yeah, I, I just really like the fact that you picked this one, Pete, because I'd um, I'd not actually uh, got around to listen to it. And yeah, I'm really glad I have. Mm. It's just yeah, thoroughly unpleasant. Yeah, it's yeah, it is. It's, and it's really cool as well. There's a, a the description the band provide. I think it's really interesting. It says. You know, they said they've aimed for a mixture of stoner doom, space rock and angular aggressive sludge. And, you know, so far, so, you know, so we've heard that a million times. But, you know, you know, as bands, you know, in the typical that would just be a doom band and they've listed everything to try and, you know, to try yeah. and garner as many people in. But but it's true here that you can hear all those different elements in, you know, so obviously from a doom bass, um, the, the kind of the interesting ones in there for me is the space rock. You know, kind of probably stands outside, and and it, it it's it's true. You know, you can in amongst that kind of sheer weighty heaviness, there's that spacey psychedelic soul to it, which provides you know color and you know swirls in the sky, which battle against you know the otherwise dark clouds. And then second, the angular elements. You know, that could in many you know nothing that could just mean like you know code for post metal you know post metal that's on the kind of doom boundaries but it's not here it's there is a progressiveness about it it's not just heads down doom riffing all the way and then you know to bring all that together it feels incredibly developed and grand and and you know for debut release it's i just think it's a hell of a statement yeah definitely i mean if this is a debut then um you know um what have we got to come basically that's that's always kind of like a a really kind of um, a statement of intent if you can get something this amazing onto a debut um yeah who knows what's gonna sort of come our way um i think you you sort of mentioned just off air just a minute ago that they met at desert fest which is perfect isn't it because it kind of mm. that's like a real amalgam of those styles of music yeah you can imagine them at the dev definitely <laughs> Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, deafening people, basically. Um, yeah, brilliant stuff. So, yeah, I can't wait. To, I hope I'll be able to see this band at some point. Um, yeah, I think I think this would really translate to um, truly uh, deafening stuff live. So, yeah, really enjoyed this. Um, the album's called Minus Negative, and as ever, you can get this at sludgelordrecords.bandcamp.com. This is a song called Sculpted Into Nothing.
So that was a new band called Existence Dysphoria. So that was a new band called Existence Dysphoria on Sludge Lord Records. Absolutely brilliant there. Uh, next up, we've got a, a band called My Diligence, who um, are from Brussels. And yeah, it kind of um, came out of the blue for me, really. This just um, kind of came across, um, I don't know, my, my sphere, like um, quite by accident, I think. And um, yeah, I immediately got like torch vibes from this. I really enjoyed it. Really strange kind of stoner rock, but with this kind of thumping kind of bass line to it. Um, just really sort of um, ripped open what I expected uh, from it, really. And um, yeah, I thought they were really interesting. This seems to be um, like, uh, like I don't know, maybe a third or fourth release. Uh, be going a while. The album's called uh, The Matter, Form and Power. And um, yeah, I just thought this was, this was truly raging stuff and like really engaging. Um, what did you make of it, Pete? I thought this might be up your street. Yeah, it took me a while, actually. Um, I wasn't, it, it took me a few goes, but by the end I was kind of, I was getting it. Um, and the thing is, that the thing about it is it's kind of, it's got this relatively um, clean and buffed out production, you know, which, yes, you know, which, which does align with someone like Torch and with Red Fang. But I think the thing with that is, you know, within the kind of stoner doom world, only a few bands really get away with it. Um, and, you know, there's a bit of a, it's a very thin tightrope to walk before you, you kind of, you know, before you start to strip out some of the essential, you know, essential feel of it you know like the fuzz and the uh, you know the kind of more rougher production elsewhere but, but i don't you know that the more i listened you know that they, they mentioned kind of elder as an influence which i didn't get to start with but actually the more this song goes on i start to feel oh actually yeah that yeah. that makes sense um and i realized actually just because it was well produced i shouldn't kind of put it down that's it's daft to think like that and the more i listened you know actually i, I was coming around to it you know it does have that stoner spirit in there um so yeah it was it was an interesting listen um and i think you know that i think they achieve it i think they they managed to you know they stay, stay upright on that tightrope and and you know if, if you're into kind of red fang and torch and, and kind of others like that i think you get a lot out of this definitely yeah i think i had it on my list for a few weeks and i kept thinking is this is this up my street like I, I loved it but i just couldn't kind of place why and i think like you say it's that it's that kind of like maybe crossing into almost pop production of it that mm. kind of like just kept me interested and I kept coming back to it and I was like I do like this I must like it <laughs> I keep listening to it yeah so yeah brilliant stuff um so if you want to hear the rest of this um the album's called The Matter Form and Power uh, at mydiligence.bandcamp.com and uh, we're going to play a song called Sail to the Red Light
So that was a band from Brussels called My Diligence. Absolutely brilliant. Next up, uh, we've got another return. Uh, third return, fourth return, fifth return, maybe this podcast, I don't know. But um, the Right Valley Trio, who we absolutely loved um, from last year, they had a sort of debut album called De Veg, uh, which was out in uh, kind of, I think it was October last year. And um, very peaceful and very sort of like droney and and like almost, um, I don't know, transcendental stuff. They seem to have turned up the the metal on this one. And um, yeah, I'm all for it. Pete, I mean, th- they sent me this via Instagram the other day and, and I was absolutely blown away and then you picked it. So I was like, yeah, brilliant. We were both on the same page here. Um, do you see, sort of see that change from from that first record? I, I was quite surprised. Yes. Yeah, I, I think to an extent I, I do. I think there's um, there's elements of like, like Conan and Slamatics and... Yeah. Black Shake of Nexus, you know, like the band uh, Bong Bong Beers, which we played last week, you know, yeah. that in there as well. And I think there were bits of that before, but like you say, not as much, nowhere near as much. It, yeah. it definitely was more droned out kind of, you know, excess. And I loved that last album. Yeah. I, you know, I, I kind of I, I, so much so, I was so excited when the kind of release came through. I think it actually came, came out on a Sunday and, and that's kind of, I was, I was preparing my short list of songs to send to you because that's when we swap our songs and I was struggling to get my list down. And then all of a sudden, like, as I'm doing that, the Right Valley Trio new release pops into my emails and I think, yeah, shit, it's perfect. just got a lot harder. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, it, I, I mean, another band actually, you know, for which I've got an anti-fascist uh, patch logo, which, which is in the kind of shape of the sun logo so that's two on the same uh podcast so yeah that's how much i like to you know <laughs> i went and bought the patches um yeah i did definitely there's there's a, you know there's a few bands doing what they've done on this one you know that kind of hefty bulked out thick tone doom like the bands i mentioned earlier and, and i'm not complaining in any way you know the more the merrier um i do like you know i, I genuinely love that last album um and even in you know in the short acquaintance with them, you know like that last album was the first time I come across them. What they do special, and they still do here, is when they kind of push it push it into kind of these atmospheric, like you say, droney passages. I like how this track. I mean, it's twenty minutes long. Um, the first track is that you know is heavier element. The second, sorry, not the first track. The first half of this track is the the heavier element. The second half is you know is is gets into the drone, gets into the atmospheric. It feels like um, somebody coined the phrase black psychedelia. Um, yeah. And, and I can't remember. That's, you know, that, I thought of that. I thought, yes, this is how I imagine, you know, this is what I think of when I'm thinking of Right Valley Trio. I, I think they're a, a special band. You know, if you can get, if, if you, you know, you're not put off by 20 minute tracks, because that seems to be all they deal in, then there's, you know, there's, there's a <laughs> special band to find here. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, really, really impressed with this. And um, yeah, had had this on. I, I wanted to listen to it once more, but um, I, I just couldn't find the right headspace to, to kind of go through it all again. But yeah, just really, really enjoyed this. And yeah, it's, it's one of those ones that I'll go back to and, and go back to again, because I did with the first one as well. So if you want to hear this, um, the album's called Metal Doom, which is amazing in itself. Uh, you can go to rightvalley.bandcamp.com and we're going to play an excerpt from a song called Schlaff.
So that was the right valley tree. Absolutely amazing stuff there from Wiesbaden, Germany. Um, next up, we've got um, one of um, the most interesting compilation series that I've seen in a while um, has come from uh, Paul Priest, who is Al Ripper Recordings, who uh, who now lives in the Czech Republic, uh, formerly of lots and lots of Leeds bands. Um, and he seems to be kind of ramping up these compilations of really interesting like noise artists, experimental stuff, there's grindcore, there's doom and everything. Um, and this is the second compilation where he asked for submissions that are only 42 seconds long um this is brilliant i like i love this kind of idea the first one was full of kind of like noisy artists this has got a bit of kind of like grindcore in there um, more experimental stuff and um yeah we've picked like a more grindy track off this uh, because i did recognize uh, this band name from years ago uh, diascorium um who i'm pretty sure appeared on like old raw nerve compilations years ago and yeah every single track on here is 42 seconds long um there's um there's actually 42 tracks as well um it's just such an interesting concept how the hell you kind of come up with something this creative in 42 seconds i don't know um but each track um sounds quite different and quite um arresting um what did you make of this bit have you listened to the rest of the tracks on here um i've got about a quarter of a way through um yeah. which, which is i've got no excuse bearing in mind the track length but um i just haven't had the time this week it is it's, it's an amazing concept um i like it i don't know you know bands having to go back you know having to plan for it in terms of the recording schedule i don't quite you know you might know better than that but who knows um and also there's you know there's a band on there called miss marple with a track we've played on this podcast before who yeah we're on noise merchant just as a nice kind of coincidence yeah so i like this i like you know a quirk to a to a compilation it's not just bands throwing anything on there they've obviously kind of planned for it and therefore you know there's a there's a sense of like common mission about it and this track is how i was I, th- I thought it was really interesting. Obviously, you know, in this, in this, with that concept, you're going to get a lot of noise bands and uh, and grindcore and punk. But I thought this was, you know, and it is a bit grind. It is, it's, but it's also like it feels like technical proggish death metal. It does. Um, yeah. And you know, if anything, you'd think that'd be pushing the ten minute mark, not the sub one minute. And I, but you know, you listen to it and. You can't believe they fit so much in. I actually, you know, I, I checked whether it actually was 42 seconds as it ended. It felt yeah. so much in there. And it was just completely immersed um, in this, like, crazy, manic, mad technical death metal. So, yeah, that's a, an achievement in itself, I think. Yeah, really very interesting. And and like you say, there's um, there's 42 tracks here. Some of the um, sort of artists I recognise, um, Slothhammer. Um, it's like a, I think a grindy kind of uh, band from Leeds, like a bit of a sort of super group. Uh, Miss Marple, as we said, we played before, um, and there's there's yeah, there's all sorts on here really. Um, it's, it's definitely worth listening to the whole thing. Um, but yeah, we're going to play the Diascorium uh, track, which is self-modifying game modified. And if you want to hear this, you can go to alripperrecordings.bandcamp.com. Uh, they've actually got a call out for the next compilation already. So if you're feeling creative and you can fill 42 seconds, go for it. <laughs>
So that was Dioscorium on a brilliant uh, sort of 42 second compilation with 42 other artists. Absolutely brilliant there. Um, next up, and to close the podcast this week, we've got a band called Besotten who you've picked, Pete. And um, yeah, this is um, like from the sort of, I don't know, the, the amazingly creative city of Portland, Oregon. Um, seems to be like just a, a whole raft of bands from the last 10 years that we've been playing uh, like incessantly, really. Um, this is really cool stuff, like really churning, deathy doom stuff. Um, really kind of, um, yeah, struck a note with me straight away. Love this, Pete. Yeah, I did too. It's, I, I suppose, like for housekeeping, it came out in February by the band. I didn't hear it then, but um, I came across it because there's a label called Frozen Scream Imprint who put out a physical release. And you can kind of see why, you can see why a label going to follow that up. Um, the name of the EP, In Filth It Will Be Found, it kind of just is perfect. <laughs> it sums up everything about Death Doom for me. Summarizes its appeal and its, and its magic. Magic when it's done well. And, and you know, then there's a first, the first minute of this, it's like a slow Doom intro, kind of then grim vocals and some simple trudging guitars come in and then, bam, it just, it, it's into this swampy, rumbling guitars. And, and I'm just completely sold. You know, if it, it sounds half alive, achingly yeah. slow at points. You know, it's like the, the recordings, you know, reaching out from underneath a bog. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly how I want my death metal to sound. And yeah. they've done it. You know, this song just, just made me very happy. Yeah, I think the whole thing, um, I just found myself, like, it's very sort of sticky music and it, it kind of suits <laughs> the... Uh, the sort of unrelenting heat that uh, British summers seem to just give us now. So, yeah, I thought this was absolutely apt for kind of how we're feeling uh, in this country at the moment. Um, yeah, just really, really pleasantly unpleasant, I think is the uh, best way I can sort of put this. So, yeah, if you want to hear this, um, you can go to besotten.bandcamp.com. Like say, the album's called In Filth, It Will Be Found. This is a song called Summoning Fog. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>